It's blazing hot outside. You get in your car to turn on the AC to get cold air pumping, but it blows hot air out. This issue is commonly caused by low refrigerant due to leaks in the AC system. You want an easy, all-in-one solution that will restore the cold air in no time. AC Pro Recharge Kits. Make restoring cold air easy for even those with zero DIY experience in less than 10 minutes. Save time and money versus going to a shop by picking up an AC Pro Recharge Kit today. Be a pro with AC Pro. You're listening to MLB.com Extras, brought to you by MLB.tv. It's baseball everywhere. Welcome to MLB.com Extras. I'm Danny Wexelman with Greg Johns, who covers the Mariners for MLB.com. And Greg, last week we were lucky enough to sit down together in person and chat. This week we're going to do it on the phone, which is still great and amazing. Uh, I want to start off, Greg, uh, before we get into the, the serious questions. If you could give the Mariners a grade for the winter meetings, what grade would you give them? Hmm, interesting. Uh, probably a... Uh... A, a B. Okay. I think they accomplished what what they wanted to do, which was uh, stock up their relief core with uh, with adding one to Casio, which which actually a deal that hasn't been officially announced yet because they were waiting on a uh, on a physical for him, right. but that will should soon be out and official. Um, and, and really, that's what Depoto said from the start. He's looking for an impact arm. Uh, I wouldn't give them an A because. I guess me, like many, thought they would get a starter, but maybe we should listen to Jerry Depoto when he <laughs> has said from the start that he's not not uh, bent on thinking they totally need another starter. Uh, I think people got kind of caught up in the uh, Shohei Otani thing, and that yeah. hey, this is this is a the guy they're after, and it certainly made sense. Uh, he was a pretty unique case, and and Depoto said long before that 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 he he didn't think they had to have a starter that the seven guys they got coming back from last year healthy and, and, and with a full season, a couple of them acquired at the end of the year. This isn't the same group that, that was there all last year if, if they come in and pitch well and they're here all year. So he he didn't think they had to add, add a starter. He kept saying that they wanted an impact arm wherever that was best fit, and, and uh, it turned out that was Juan Nicasio, which is which is interesting. He's he's building kind of a different way than I think fans are used to. He's, he's looking at stocking the bullpen and using mm. multiple relievers to kind of uh, – so they can rely on the shorters to go – starters to go shorter starts and uh and what he calls the wolf pack mentality with a bullpen and multiple arms that can come in and and uh and, and carry a game once you get to the fifth sixth inning and really help out your starters over the long haul with keeping them healthier and fresher and, and uh, using that bullpen more which is it's kind of a trend we're seeing more and more teams go to in, in major league baseball so uh i think fans and, and myself included uh, we thought hey they got to get another starter jerry wasn't quite seen it that way so from his view, I think he's got exactly what they want, and I think some of the rest of us are still thinking, "Hey, you know, where's that starter in the middle of that rotation that we're kind of expecting?" So, mm-hmm. uh, it remains to be seen if they if they make another move. But he sounds pretty content with where they're at right now, Danny. Yeah, I I think that the bullpen. Uh, going longer, the relievers coming in earlier, th- them those guys going longer is really interesting. I feel like I, we could have an entire podcast about that. So I'm going to try to stay on track, but I yeah. I do eventually want to talk more about that, and we will, Greg. But you wrote that when it did come to the winter meetings in Jerry Depoto, that mission accomplished. Uh, he he checked off a lot on his wish list. You talked about Juan Nicasio rounding out the 40-man roster, pending the physical, of course, but the Mariners should feel pretty confident in their rotation, their starting rotation at this point, right? Yeah, they certainly do, and I think it's it's one of those things that uh, 
if you listen to Jerry, you certainly get the get the explanation. I think fans that are kind of just casually watching don't see it because they say, hey, this team needed more pitching last year. They didn't get Otani, like I was just saying. Mm-hmm. And what are we looking at here? And, I, and I, they look at it, you know, say they got James Paxton, who's a is one of the best pitchers in, in baseball. Uh, they just need to keep him on the on the on the mound. And uh, you know, he made 24 starts last year. They want to get him to 30, 32. And if, if that happens, they got they've got a legitimate ace. Uh, they look at Felix still having, uh, you know, being a guy that can be a if he comes in with the veteran savvy, can pitch very well. This is if they've seen, but you know, that's a, that is a question mark. And 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 the the ones i think people kind of overlook are the late season additions they made last year Danny and i'm talking about Mike Leake and Erasmo Ramirez mm. Mike Leake was very very effective for this team but only pitched in September they they picked him up uh, you know late and he was a key and they're looking at him they look at him really as like a free agent signing and this guy is, he's you know he's a fairly high end pricey guy i think they owe uh, i think 11 or 12 million on his contract to the, the Cardinals picking up the the rest of that, but he's, he's making like seventeen million a year. So this is a guy that was a, a well regarded guy and, and pitched very well for them when they picked him up. Uh, they'll have him for a full season. They won't have him for a month. You know, he was he was dynamite in September. So he's a guy they they expect to get a lot out of. He's a guy that's been a, a consistent, durable guy, thirty plus starts I think for the last six seven years. So they expect him to be a, a real key member. And Erasmo Ramirez is is a. The guy was, was effective, kind of got bounced around between the rotation and the bullpen in Tampa, came to Seattle, took a little while to get, get his arms lengthened out, but uh, was very effective as well in the last five or six weeks. So those are guys, you know, they feel with those four guys, they have a top four that, that really is as good as anybody. And, and I guess that's if Felix is what Felix can be and, and, uh, and the, the other guys do what they expect. So then you're looking at, you know, a fifth star, you got Ariel Miranda, who was actually the best pitcher most of the last year because there were so many injuries, but he wore out first, first year in the starting rotation. Uh, he wore down at the end. So he's a guy that you talk about with that. He doesn't have to be a, a top end rotation guy. He's more of a four or five guy mm. and you get that bullpen to kind of help him get through the year a little better. I think they're looking at that and, uh, and really uh, Andrew Moore, Marco Gonzalez, a couple of young guys that, that, you know, people looked at him last year. They struggled. Well, yeah, Andrew Moore was, was 22 years old. Uh, he was, he was he was ahead of his time, but pitched well again in September. Kind of overlooked, and, and Marco Gonzalez, a guy a year removed now from from Tommy John, that they expect to be much better, and uh, that they picked up in the Cardinals, a, a very very high regarded prospect a few years ago with with the Cardinals was pitching in pitching in the playoffs in uh, 2014. I think he was in the, pitching for the Cardinals in some some key innings. Uh, as a 22 year old at the time, and, and had Tommy John, and and he's on his way back. So if, if they those are question marks, Danny. There's no mm-hmm. question, but but right. they feel like you, you answer those. You got a pretty darn good rotation, and, and they need to get they do need to get some of those questions answered affirmatively. You're giving Mariners fans a lot of reasons, I think, to be excited about the rotation. Let's give them let's give them one more. Let's go back to James Paxton. I had a chance, Greg, a few years ago to interview him. I wasn't even working in baseball. Um, I was just trying to get my foot in the door, and he was nice enough to grant me an interview before he had made his major league debut. Um, and I just, I think very highly of this guy. He had a few injuries last season that kept him out, but he, he had his best career season in 2017 as well. And he, he performed high above expectations. You just wrote about how crucial he'll be for Seattle starting rotation. But what I want to know is will Paxton start on opening day? Yeah, that's a, that's a great question. And, I have said I think he will, and I've had I've talked to other people that are that are 
around the organization a lot or know will follow this team uh, as, as well as work for him. I think you know you got to start Felix Hernandez. He's been he's been the opening day starter ten out of the last eleven years. He's been a dominant force for this team. He's he's the face of the franchise. And if Felix is is healthy and has a good spring, that he'd be the opening day guy. I. I kind of lean the other way. I think Paxton took that baton last year and and said, "I'm I'm I'm an ace level guy. I'm the guy that's that's going to take this team forward." And I think you start your best pitcher on opening day. Uh, that's my thought, and I have no idea what Scott Service is thinking. And, and <laughs> nor will he be the one to, to tell us that until we get into spring and and see how things go. I don't. I think unlike past years when we showed up and uh, you, you could ask, it didn't matter what, what month it was. It could be January, February. You know, getting into spring training, you asked Scott Service or uh, you know whoever was the manager a few years earlier, Lloyd McClendon, uh, who's your opening day starter? It's going to be Felix. I mean, there was no question. I think this year that's going to be a, a, a story that kind of I suspect goes through spring training mm-hmm. and and see how Felix is performing. And, and I don't think they're going to want to anoint a new starter over Felix right off the bat. Uh, I don't think. But hey, who knows? I mean, I, I think if you you can certainly make a case as I'm doing that, that that James is your guy going forward and deserves to be the opening day and if he's healthy he's the guy so we'll see I think James Paxton was a AL Cy Young contender last year until he got hurt in in August I mean he was mm-hmm. despite his, his missing some time earlier in the season he was dynamite when he was on the mound he was certainly pushing his way into the conversation I'm not saying he's going to win the Cy Young he was a guy in your top top three four kind of candidates and uh and uh, you know you don't sit that guy and wait for him, uh, you know, second or third third game of the season. So we'll see how they roll. It's a great question, Danny. All right, I will tell you too, Greg, that uh, James was on twelve twenty five live with Alexa and myself, and we asked him if he won the World Series, would he shave a maple leaf tattoo, or what would he what would he shave in his head if he mm-hmm. won the World Series? Would he shave anything in his head? And he said he would shave the, the maple leaf tattoo if the Mariners won the World Series this year. <laughs> In the side of his hair. So <clears throat> look out for that. Maybe ask him about if he's serious or not. But we, we have it on uh, we have it on video, so there's no going back from that, James. I'm sorry about that. Uh, we have fair. we have proof. So we'll wait and see what happens. We'll he's have to got the big that. maple leaf tattoo on his arm, so he's already you know, he's, he's well on the way to the, the maple leaf. And they had last year's one of the funner things, the, the maple leaf crew that, that out in the outfield when he was pitching, kind of a takeoff on, on Felix's uh, – Group out in left oh, field. Yeah. Uh, uh, they had the they had the maple leaf uh, tree out in left field, and uh, pretty funny every time he pitched on the stretch. I love it. I love it. All right, Greg. Mike Ford. He's going to get a chance to make the Mariners roster out of spring training, and he was picked up by Scott Service in the Rule Five Draft just last week in Orlando. And Service has <clears throat> had an interesting relationship with Ford already, and he's had he's had his eye on him. Is that right? Can you tell us about the relationship? Yeah, he's restricted for one reason, which was uh, Ford played on the same college team with with Scott's son. Yeah. Um, Scott was a catcher, and and Ford was a Ford actually a two way guy at Princeton was the Ivy League Player of the Year his junior year before he uh, came out, and and he was a, a pretty good pitcher as as well as a, a slugging uh, first baseman, and uh, so yeah, Scott's son played with him, so naturally Scott has, has followed him. Interesting. Ford not drafted out of college. He's the Ivy League Player of the Year, uh, but Princeton not known for producing you know huge uh, baseball stars. It went undrafted. He, he uh, got into the Yankees, signed with the Yankees, and uh, it really caught on. Uh, kind of a, a fast rising offensive uh, force for the Yankees in their Double uh, A, Triple A last year. And the Yankees are real deep. They had four guys picked in the Rule Five draft. Uh, 
in, in uh, you know, that's fairly uncommon to get, lose that many guys, but that kind of speaks to what the Yankees are doing. But, but uh, yeah, Florida guy, you know, certainly not a slam dunk to make the Mariners. So since they went okay. out and, and traded for Ryan Healy to be kind of their everyday first baseman. So interesting. I thought that they, they went for first baseman. I thought if they drafted somebody in the rule five, it'd be either, a, you, know, a, you know, a lefty type pitcher or a backup catcher candidate that might be able to crack that 25. It'll be interesting to see how Ford fits, but you, People say, well, what do they need for? Do they got Ryan Healy? Uh, well, things happen, and uh, depth is a key thing. And, and uh, you, you do have to keep a Rule 5 player on your 25-man for, for 90 days in order to keep him. Right. But sometimes teams make deals. You know, If they, if they think uh, they like this guy, and, and uh, sometimes you'll, you'll make a trade to, with the team you took him from to, to, to hang on to him or, or things happen. Uh, you know, if, if somebody gets hurt, you know, this guy can DH. He can play first base. He's he's a good left-handed hitter. He could work actually well in combo with with Healy and a uh, so left-handed bat to to work. Healy's a right-hander. So, but they they're kind of not looking at a, a platoon at first base. At least that was the thought. So they could go with an extra arm in the bullpen. But these are things that can be worked out in, in spring training. You don't make those decisions if they said, hey, you, you draft a player. You don't draft for the situation, and you, if things happen. Mm. So they bring in Mike Ford, and we'll see what happens in spring. I like that. Greg, if people, other people, have questions for you, you have a mailbox, a mailbag, a virtual mailbox that they can send questions into, right? What's that email address? Uh, well, my email, greg.johns at mlb.com, or they can get me on Twitter and just uh, just knock to me there. All right. I love that. So send your questions into Greg. He's going to answer those, and that's going to be published on MLB.com. So is this podcast and all of Greg's work because he is tirelessly now covering the Mariners as we start to turn the corner into spring training. Greg, I can't thank you enough for your time. It was so great to see you last week, and I hope that you have a great holiday. Looking forward to it, Danny. Happy Merry Christmas to you as well. We'll thank talk you. to you next week. Okay. Thanks, Greg. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey.